this Women's World Cup Picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Friday, the probably 3rd of August, um, 4th of August, turns out. Um, and we are here. We'll have a look at the round of 16 games, uh, which start on Saturday morning uh, in the Women's World Cup. We've got eight games, so we can look at them all. Um, joining us is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. What's happening? Evening, Malcolm. How are we doing? Not, not I don't know if I'm coming or going, Baz. I am sick to death of talking to you now. Yeah, I mean, this is, to, to clarify, um, you know, might be the first time people have seen us live for a few days, but uh, this is our third one today. A um, little bit of a marathon session. We've done Man City preview, Spurs preview, and now we're moving over to the uh, back to the World Cup, Women's World Cup. So live, good to have Captain Insano in the chat. Hopefully, a couple more might come along and join us soon and get the picks for the rest of the ch- uh, the, the next round of the World Cup. I'll tell you what, we often do some uh, lifestyle chat bars, and very occasionally stuff's happening live on the show. Now, I told you off air a couple of days ago that number one daughter over here had some tablets to take and was making a proper song and dance of it. Like, and I told you that I'd filled myself full of tablets, demonstrating to her how to take the tablet. Now, we can hear in the background the glass being slammed down on the bench. This is the constant refusal of her. She's put the tablet in her mouth, taking a big glug of milk, and then just gobbing everything back out all over the place. Uh, and it's uh, why she's choosing to do it now, the second we've gone live, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, the other thing, lifestyle issue I want to talk about, Baz, is late last night, I discovered Silence of the Lambs on the television. Uh, so I thought that would be a good thing. We've laughed before about uh, me and B having daddy-daughter serial killer time. It's one of the things that we bond over. We're like a good 24 hours in police custody or, you know, catching the killer, all that sort of thing. So I thought you'd enjoy Silence of the Lambs. But I forgot. That's not an easy ride, that film, Baz. You don't get a minute off, like, from the minute it starts to the minute it ends. Uh, it, it's going at you. you. Are you a big fan of that? I used to like Silent of the Lambs. I must be honest, I haven't watched it with the kids yet. Not yet. See, the bit where he kills the two coppers, where he strings one up like an angel, and then he's cut the other one's face off so he can escape in the ambulance. Yeah. She clocked for quite early on that it was him who right. was... Clever. Which I was quite impressed with, but I've never seen her enthusiastic about anything. She was... <laughs> bouncing up and down on the sofa with her arms, but it's him, that's him, trying to tell the police that it was him that they were caught out in the ambulance. Uh, it was quite funny, I enjoyed that. Uh, Captain Sano's here. Hello, Captain, how are you? Um, he's asking where the corduroy hat is. My corduroy hat pass, I wore it for the MLB show the other night, and it went down in absolute storm. Well, I'll tell you what, he has live, there's live things going on in your house now, Baz. She's probably gone into the freezer for an ice cream. Would that be right, Chloe? No, getting some offers. 
Oh, no, she's packing a bag. She's going. She's oh, going she's out. away. She's had her fair enough. She's out. She's, she's gone. She's off for a sleepover at a friend's house, I think. Yeah. Um, this is a reminder, Baz. This is nine o'clock at night, and she's going going out now to have a sleepover. Nine o'clock at night is a bad time to record live podcasts when we each have teenage daughters, but as it turns yeah. out. Um, so, yeah, the, the green corduroy hat, Baz, was an absolute uh, fashion sensation in the States. They, were, uh, they couldn't get enough of it. However, everyone who mentioned it spelt corduroy differently. And can I point out incorrectly? Uh, as Captain said, was demonstrating in the chat again. So come on, Captain, get your we'll get your ticket. Unless that's how they spell it in America. It's possible. Uh, I saw the word zucchini on a menu yesterday as well. After all that chat the other day, and I've never seen it before in this country. Uh, the skiff in in uh over Team Valley. Uh, it was on the zucchini with bolognese stuffed in it or something. Um on the menu. Oh, well, we're on the lifestyle stuff and talking about food, Malcolm. Yes. I had a bit of a nightmare this week, um, and I think it's a it's a problem I've had before um, with HelloFresh. You know the old meal kits. Oh, not again! No, no, what was it last fresh. time? Was it a, a mushroom or a in massive lentil or something? I, I haven't had a HelloFresh for a while because I just keep pausing it for three or four weeks at a time because I'm not that interested. Um, I don't know why I didn't just cancel it, but obviously what happened is. I forgot to pause it this time. All uh, right, so you got another one. I get a notification saying we've taken £26, and I think, oh, oh no. What are they sending me? So, marks out of 10, Malcolm. I'm going to start with the best, I think, of the three recipes I got. I got a korma spiced pork pilaf with mango right. chutney. Uh, That's all right, yeah. And yogurt. That's all right, isn't it? Standard, yeah. Standard, yeah, I'd say standard Thursday night tea, Baz, that. That's a curry-flavoured rice with a bit of peas and yoghurt. I'll, I'll cope with that. That's fine. Next up, cheeseburger-style beef rice bowl. So No, I know what those words mean, all individually, but as a sentence, meal. it doesn't make any sense. No, so it's a bowl of rice <laughs> with some mince, and then it would appear you put a bit of lettuce and tomato and burger sauce and a bit of cheese on the top. That's what I'm making on a Wednesday before the IT department's been shopping when there's an out in the fridge. Bit, bit rubbish, that. Not happy with yeah. that. And Do then it. this one, I'm a, as you know, I'm a full-blown carnivore. Yes. Yeah, I have cheesy sweet potato quesadillas. Not ah, you say I'd, I'd be fine with that. I thought you'd be all right. You don't mind a veggie. It's got a rocket, and rocket salad um, and a bit of sour cream. I'll try it, like... I'm not afraid Tuesday, to try. That's a Tuesday lunchtime meal, Baz. A little bit disappointing, like. It's not a Friday night meal. It's a Tuesday nah. lunchtime meal. No. Nah. Uh, interesting. Um, we started the show, Baz. We said, let's do this quick, because we've just done two back-to-back and we wanted to go and watch the football. And it's seven minutes and 58 seconds in, and we're talking about cheesy sweet potato quesadillas. Uh, the tablet's been swallowed. I'll be pleased to announce that took seven minutes as well. Uh, the tablet is gone. <laughs> we've got, I tell you what, we've got daughters everywhere here. She doesn't um, realise she's live on YouTube now. Oh, Internet does she not? Sensation. Oh, no. Do a TikTok, Chloe, quick. Do a TikTok, Chloe. No. No, she's not having it. <laughs> <laughs> live parenting on the Premier League parenting podcast. Love it, Buzz. Um, Women's World Cup, round of 16. The last few days were good fun, weren't they? Uh, the Germans got beat, which was bad for us. Um, but it was good for the tournament and we can shake it off and we can go again. Brazil got knocked out. USA scraped through by the skin of their teeth 
So, so this next round of games should be fun, Buzz. Yes, I agree. Uh, it's as you say, there's been a few more twists and turns in it. Um, you know, not quite as predictable as we thought it was going to be from the outset. Um, so yeah, it, it opens it wide up. I think. I think like you know, USA have been average. Brazil have gone. Germany have gone. Um, and I, I just think it's it's wide open now. It, you know, interesting to see what the market is. I haven't actually looked today at what the outright market is. Um, you drag the outrights up, Baz. I'll tell the people um, about our Patreon you, you uh, while that. you're doing that, uh, which is the place to be to help us in our the fight against corporate gambling. Uh, it's a perfect spot for your diehard DJ. Um, you will get things like access to the exclusive uh, contests, the NFL win total with a $1,000 first place prize, the monthly SGP stories podcast, ad-free uncensored show, um, the Discord channel, which is just for the patrons, and as always, our uh, free picks and content. That's all at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, Baz, have you found the uh, the outrights hit them? Yeah, so the outrights England are now in favourites, uh, 11-4 plus 275. USA and Spain both plus 450, 9-2. France at seven to one, Japan eight to one, Netherlands twelve to one, Australia twelve to one, uh, Sweden twenties, Colombia twenty five to one. Did you put Colombia at sixty sixes? I put Colombia up at sixty six to one, Baz. Yes, a few days ago. I think that was before the last round of games, and obviously Germany and Brazil going out will have shortened up a lot of other teams. So yeah, England now in the favourites after a convincing win over China, um, but probably also more as a result of. Obviously, Germany going out and and USA looking pretty underwhelming so far. Uh, yeah, nice uh, summation of the draw. Yeah, we uh, that Columbia bet's okay, and I think we're right for a few more shocks here. This is a really interesting eight game, um, little mini card to have a look at. The games uh, go from Saturday morning, uh, six p.m., which is uh, sorry, six a.m., which is one a.m. Eastern time through to the two, two games every day, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We will start with um, the six o'clock game tomorrow, Switzerland against Spain. Switzerland, 15 to two, um, plus, oh, sorry, 17 to two, actually, plus 850, uh, or the Swiss. The draw is 72 plus 350, and the Spanish are two to five, minus 250. I mean, Switzerland scraped through. Um, they, they topped the group, but they only scored two goals in the three games. They kept three clean sheets is what they did. Um, they took advantage of the fact that they were in quite a weak group. New Zealand were seeded by virtue of being hosts and then New Zealand proceeded to be terrible, uh, sort of opening the door for Switzerland to take advantage of that little loophole there, really. Um, I mean, they couldn't do much else really, other than what they did. Spain finished second after a really surprising defeat to Japan. They got humped for nothing off to Japan. Before that, they had bullied... Costa Rica 3-0 in a game that probably should have gone up the ladder a bit more in the beat Zambia, who flattered to deceive in the tournament. They beat them 5-0. Um, I don't see a reason, Baz, why Switzerland won't keep this tight again. Um, it, we've seen several comp games or everything. Sometimes you, it, your instinct is right. But if I don't see a reason to delve too deep into this, I won't. The under two and a half goals, Baz, is four to five. Minus 125 will be my pick. Well, I didn't delve too deep into it either. I found a really, really easy pick here as well. I've not been impressed with, with Switzerland. The field to score against New Zealand. Um, 
and failed to score against Norway. Uh, and they were far from convincing in that 2-0 against the Philippines, as you mentioned. Spain had that crazy defeat to Japan, 4-0. Um, but prior to that, they'd had six clean sheets in a row and eight of their last ten had been clean sheets. Spain to win the nil, 5-6. Easy. Minus 120. Uh, Spain, Spain to win the nil, yeah. Another clean sheet for Spain. That's fair enough. Spain 1-0, Spain 2-0. Bars will get us both over the finish line in that one. Uh, second up, nine o'clock in the morning UK time, which is four a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Japan against Norway. Japan four to five minus one twenty-five. The draw is five to two plus two fifty. Norway are fifteen to four plus three seventy-five. Baz. Yeah, so <laughs> we've had a little talk about this one. I mean, I've I've been impressed with Japan. Three wins from three, eleven scored, none conceded. So. Surely Japan is the pick, isn't it? Um, yep. But then I look at the odds, and I I don't want them at four to five minus one twenty five. So I felt they were just a bit shorter than I expected. I mean, the two sides are, are ranked eleven and twelve in the world rankings. I know Japan have been far better in the in the group stage, but there's not much to split them generally. Um, Norway haven't been great. You know they had a surprise defeat versus New Zealand. Uh, followed that up with a draw against Switzerland, and then a convincing six 0 against the Philippines. So I think they've shown progression. Um, I think they're a better side than we've seen so far, and I think the price is a bit too big. Um, I can get them on the double chance market. Norway or the draw at evens is the pick for me. Oh. I'm taking Norway or the draw. Two and picks. Malcolm, you pick your two picks. Yeah. One, what are you going to do? Uh, well, just before we started, I said to you, this is fun, this, Baz. I said, there's one standout bet there, wasn't there? And you said yes. And then we both had completely different standout bets. And my standout bet is Japan. Uh, and you don't think they're going to win. Um, my first two words on my notes say really straightforward. Um, Norway have been poor. One win from three, including defeat the, a very poor New Zealand team, uh, which is a bad form line. Japan have been outstanding. They played well, and the results have reflected that. Um, 5 0, 4 0, 2 0, three clean sheets, 11 goals scored. Dead easy bars. Japan win this at 4 to 5, minus 125. Sunday, 3 o'clock in the morning. So that's probably Saturday in America, 10 pm uh, Eastern Time, is the Netherlands against South Africa. The Netherlands are 1 to 4, minus 400. The draws 11 to 2, plus 550. And South Africa are 8 to 1. The Dutch have been good, I would say. Uh, not spectacular. They beat Portugal 1-0. Portugal were a really tough assignment for anybody. Uh, quite a dour team, but hard to beat. The Dutch did it 1-0. Um, and then they picked up a nice 1-1 one, one draw against the USA, who aren't firing. And then they beat uh, Vietnam 7-0. Got away from Vietnam in that game. Again, Vietnam had caused other teams. had been stubborn. Uh, other teams USA we saw particularly who hadn't batted them South Africa came out of a really tough group and played well uh, they scored in every game they covered the spread against Sweden who've been one of the most impressive teams in the tournament so far um, and they're a big price here South Africa 8-1 to but to cover the spread um, with a goal and a half head start they're 11-10 uh, plus 110 I think that's a smashing price Denmark might just touch them off but I don't think they'll be by loads. So I think South Africa with a goal and a half at 11 to 10, Baz, is a really nice looking play. 
Well, can we restart this show? Right. So, what have you got, Netherlands, on the handicap? To anybody? Um, yeah, I think. Keen Elbaz. I mean, South Africa. They've got here on four points. I think they're here basically courtesy of Italy being absolute garbage. And I just think Netherlands. Netherlands definitely present a bigger challenge than than the faced so far. Netherlands hammered Vietnam seven nil, much more than you know. Fair enough, it's Vietnam, but USA couldn't get that far ahead beat Portugal and they put in a really solid display to hold USA to a draw I think Netherlands will win it and they'll win it comfortably and I'm getting 8 to 11 so I'm taking the shorter price um, but I'm afraid Malcolm I'm on the winner here and you're going to lose okay so yeah right. apologies Ouch. to anyone who's listening to this hoping for some a really good steer from both of us because so far um, uh, but it will be right because I think we've definitely got uh, we've got Barry Truthers in the uh, with our followers. I don't think there's many Malcolm uh, followers, but people do love to follow a bit of Baz for some reason. Uh, so you just keep keep doing your own thing, Baz. And uh, yeah, I someone's going to win. Time I did a solo show and did really well, Malcolm. Solo Baz became a thing, didn't it? Uh, hashtag Solo Baz was uh, <laughs> was trending for a few days. Yeah, you went international. Um, Right then, let's see if we can get on the same page. I don't fancy our chances here, Baz, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the game is uh, 10 a.m. on Sunday, 5 a.m. Eastern time. It is Sweden against uh, the USWNT, you have to call them, USA women. Sweden are 13 to 5, plus 260. The draw is 21 to 10, plus 210. And USA are 6 to 5, plus 120. Baz, you can go first. Come on, what's happening? You know exactly where I'm going, yeah. US WNT, underwhelming in a win v Vietnam, followed by draws against the Netherlands and Portugal, and ended up scraping through in the end. Portugal um, hit the post late on in that game, which would have knocked USA out, and that would have been a massive shock had that have happened. But they were a whisker away, um, so they were really hanging on. Sweden, on the other hand, have won all three of theirs, convincing 5-0 win v Italy, um, included in those three. So I just I don't know why the USA are sort of comfortable favourites here. I mean, tournament experience, tick, yeah, past reputation shortens the USA's odds. I think a bit here, and I'm not sure, but I think we talked in earlier shows about how the gap between the USA and the European sides has narrowed quite a bit over the last few years, and I think just looking at what I've seen of the two sides so far in this tournament. Have to take Sweden to win this game at five to two, plus two fifty. I'll take Sweden to beat USA. Yes, Barry, that is the correct answer. We've done it. <laughs> uh, we are a match. We've swiped right. Um, yeah, uh, USA. We did know they had question marks coming into this. We 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 flagged up quite a few things. I didn't actually think they'd be this bad. Is it good? I thought they'd have a few goals in them, but they've really struggled. Uh, they looked disjointed on and off the field to me. Uh, Sweden have been the exact opposite. Um, three wins out of three. It was a really tough group. They scored nine and conceded one. Um, and they had no gimmies in that group. There was no Vietnams or Panamas. Uh, they took down Italy and Argentina uh, with their weaker teams. And you, USA might win. However, you have to take Sweden at the prices pass. You are absolutely right. You have to take Sweden uh, at plus 260. Uh, four more games. Um uh, Captain Sainz was saying that uh, the uh, USA women are getting absolutely killed in the media over there, uh, which obviously we won't see. I've seen little bits on Twitter. 
uh, Dylan uh, Rockford off the off the MLB show has been panning them a little bit. Um, so captain seeing the after show, but it's not that easy. You can't just uh, turn it on and off, Captain. Um, if they are going to go out, you might as well have a few quid on Sweden, uh, make some money. Um, Underdog Fantasy um, is a good thing and one of our favourite sponsors here. The NFL season is right around the corner. That is undeniably um, exciting. Uh, Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get a ton of NFL player props. The daily MLB contests are great and you can enter best ball in your four and first place gets $3 million dollars. Head to underdogfantasy.com, use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Moving on to Monday then, 8.30 UK time, 3.30 Eastern time. England take on Nigeria. England are the Burlington Bertie 130 on favourites, minus 3.33. The draw is 70-4, plus 4.25 in Nigeria, or 10-1. to 1. Um, The tournament's opened up really nicely for England. Uh, I haven't looked at the outright prices when I made these notes. Um, you mentioned, Baz. You see 11-4, faves now, England. Yes, they are, yeah. Uh, England, slow start against Haiti. Um, but then we uh, advocated the introduction of Lauren James, and she's improved uh, the team no end. Still not totally convincing for me. They started like a house on fire against Denmark, but were wobbling by the end. Was that 1-0 with a penalty? Um, and then they did batter China. Well, I thought China were rubbish. Absolutely terrible, China. Uh, one of the worst teams in the tournament. Like, And still, they were a little bit dodgy at the back. England, they conceded a goal again. Um, Nigeria, surprise qualifiers. Um a nil-nil draw with Canada was good. A brilliant 3-2 win against Australia. And then a nil-nil against the Republic of Ireland. This was really tough because I wanted to feed England's uh, defence. However, Nigeria failed to score in two games. So the, the two things conflicted. I looked at the odds again, Baz. Both teams to score is too big. We did this, um, I think, in our second preview show when the trend was low and we booked it and cast some nice prices at roundabout plus 150. This is plus 162, 13 to 8. Um, like I say, I just think you can put put a line through that China game because they were terrible and they still managed to score. Um, So Nigeria might have to come out a little bit. It's a knockout game. There's no point in them sitting just to lose 2-0. They might as well have a pop. Both teams to score 13 to 8, Buzz. Yeah, I mean, I I can work with that. Um, I, I think England... As you say, China weren't great, but I think England needed that. I've said it all the way through. I said it in the Haiti game. I think England were desperate for a big win, a big confidence-boosting win, get some goals, try and get back into their sort of swing a little bit. I mean, I said at the start of the tournament, I would fade England, didn't fancy them to win it, but I'm beginning to think they could go far into it. As you say, the draws opened up a bit now. We've lost Germany, we've lost Brazil. USA haven't done anything yet. To, to make me think we, we couldn't beat them. Um, so I, I am warming to, to England. Nigeria have had two clean sheets. Um, they had two nil-nil draws against Canada and Ireland and then went on to beat Australia 3-2. I think England are a tougher, tougher prospect than, than any of those sides. And Nigeria are ranked 40th in the world. They've done very well to get this far. They were clearly the, the lowest ranked team in that group. Um, they've 
overachieved to get this far, and, and this is this is where it ends. And I think England will get a comfortable enough win. I'm going to take England goals. So England to score three or more at thirteen to eight. So that's what what's thirteen to eight in American plus one eighty seven plus one eighty seven. Um, yeah, that's a pick for me. England to score three here. I'm going to take them to follow on from that China game. As you say, China weren't very good. Um, statistically, they should be better than Nigeria. I know Nigeria have gone well. They'll be happy to get this far, but they'll come a cropper at that point. It's actually plus 162, Baz. 15 to 8, plus 187. Uh, same price as mine. My, my both teams to score was the same price, 13 to 8. Um, next up. The later game on Monday is 11.30, uh, 6.30 Eastern time. Australia take on Denmark. 11 to 13 on the Aussies, minus 117. 12 to 5, the draw, plus 240. Denmark at 15 to 4, plus 375. Barry? Yeah, so both teams coming in with similar records. 1-2, lost 1. Uh, I thought Denmark looked okay versus England. Um, as you say, could easily have got something from that game. Uh, mm-hmm. They did what they had to against Haiti and China without really catching the eye. Um, but I do think Australia are a bit too short here. Home advantage obviously affects that a little bit. Um, understandably so, but they had home advantage against Nigeria, who, as I said, are 40th ranked in the world, um, and they lost that one. So if you can lose to a 40th ranked team, you can definitely lose to Denmark. And for that reason, the value here has got to be in Denmark, 15-4. to 4. Um, I'm going to take the big dog here. So Denmark to win. At a price of fifteen to four, which would be what plus three seventy five. Three seventy five, yeah. Um, I was nearly with you, Baz. I think the fate of Australia is right, but I've gone for a little different pick. Um, they did win Group B, but didn't convince me. They weren't great against Ireland. They smashed Canada and then lost to Nigeria, so a proper mixed bag. Denmark were a functional team. They were very functional against Haiti and China. They started badly against England. Did pull themselves together. Uh, and push for an equaliser later on. This has got all the hallmarks of a slow burner to me. It's just how Denmark play. Denmark will drag pretty much any opponent down to that level. Um, so I've taken the draw. Um, this is the only one of these eight games that I've got going to extra time, Baz. Uh, the draw is 12 to 5 plus 240. I like the half time draw, it's 21 to 20 plus 105. And um, if you're taking the draw, to a nil nil is live at 13 to 2, 1 1 is live at 11 to 2. Uh, draws the main pick and then if you fancy some of those other uh, fancy ones around it uh, get involved in that yeah, um, I don't mind that, I mean as I say I, I wanted to feed Australia I did look at the, the double chance market which, I, which I've done in one of the earlier games um, but I, I felt I just felt it was one where I was bold enough to take the take them out right um, but certainly if you if you want to cover both of those options you can still get evens plus 100 um, for Australia not to win. Uh, Denmark to qualify, Baz, is 7-4 plus 175, which kind of cashes both of our bets and be another way to do it. Um, if you think it is going to be a slow burner, but Denmark will win. Uh, Captain Zeno is kind of keen on Nigeria. Uh, athletic team, you're absolutely right. I do think they could cause England some problems. Uh, if anybody listening to this uh, is a fantasy Premier League player, uh, we've got a listener league starting next Friday night. Uh, next, This time next Friday will be half-time in the Burnley-Manchester City game. That's exciting. Uh, so we, at PremierLeague.com, uh, go and join the league. The, the code for the Listener League is CVVQAB, uh, Canada, Vietnam, Vietnam, Qatar, Albania, Botswana. 
CVVQAB, go and join um, and give me and Baz and the good captain and everybody else a game. Uh, you might win some money or some merch or the Egg in a Cup Cup, things like that. Uh, next up is, these are all, are these Monday now? Lost my page. Monday's games, and this is a nine o'clock in the morning. Kick-off, 4 a.m. Eastern time between Colombia and Jamaica. Colombia, 21 to 20, plus 105. The doors, 9 to 4, plus 225. And Jamaica are 3 to 1, plus 300. Uh, Colombia have been a great story. Um, they beat Korea, which was a nice win for them, and then a really memorable 2-1 win over Germany. Um, they kind of blotted their copybook a little bit, losing 1-0 to Morocco, because um, they nearly got knocked out. If Germany had scored another goal, Colombia would have been toast. And uh, having beaten Germany, that would have been a kind of unforgivable um, bollock for them to drop. Low-scoring games, uh, scored four, conceded two. Speaking of low-scoring games, Jamaica come in with uh, two nil-nil draws and a one-nil win against Panama. Uh, they qualified really by virtue of that nil-nil draw with Brazil, coupled with France beating Brazil. Uh, and that put yeah, Jamaica through to the next round. So, six games these two sides have played, uh, total of seven goals. Um, Colombia scored four, conceded two. Jamaica scored one, didn't concede any. Um, why not Why not the same? Under one and a half Asian goals, Baz, is 17 to 12, plus 145. So, on the Asian handicap, under one and a half goals, uh, Colombia win one nil. Uh, and we cash this at plus 145, Barry. Yeah, I mean, just to pull you up on your stats, um, I don't think Colombia would have went out with a Germany goal, would they? Morocco. Did they win uh, the group? They won the group, yeah. They were. Oh, okay. Uh, that, only because I wrote it down in my notes. I, I mean, I said they lost that last game, but it was with qualification pretty much assured. That's uh, because they finished on the same points as Morocco, but Morocco were on minus four um, and Colombia plus two. So Morocco would have needed to score another three goals for that to. Turn around um, the about they had an absolute hammering from Morocco. So, yeah, it's certainly fun to see the Jamaicans here um, at the expense of Brazil as well. It's a massive achievement for them. But as you say, they got here scoring just one goal. Though obviously, you've got to give them credit for the fact they've all got three clean sheets. Um, Colombia, as you say, shocked everyone with a win over Germany after beating South Korea. But as I say, the Morocco game, I, I don't didn't look at the lineups, but as I say, qualification was. Pretty much assured. I assume that it's still been strong because they had a danger of not winning the group. Germany would have been expected to win. Um, I just think at plus money, Colombia look the pick for me here. It's 11 to 10 plus 110. Um, I, I looked at the unders, like you, given the, the Jamaica form, unders would, would obviously appeal. You can't have under 2.5 because it's 1 to 2, uh, minus 200. But if you want to be brave like you and take the 1.5, nothing wrong with that. But I'll just take Colombia on the money line here. Uh, 11 to 10 for Colombia to beat Morocco. Uh, no, Jamaica. Colombia, Jamaica at 11 to 10, plus 110. Uh, finally, last game of the eight is a midday kickoff on Tuesday, 7 a.m. Eastern time. France take on Morocco. France are 1 to 6, minus 600. Draw is 7 to 1. Morocco is 14 to 1. This is the biggest disparity on the books, Baz. Can you see the shock at all? No. Fair enough. But a good one for you here, Malcolm. Okay, hit me. Good one. Big, big dog. Um, I'm not taking Morocco, though. Uh, France, uh, another team who I think are growing in the tournament, drew with Jamaica, 
that was unexpected, but then a good result versus Brazil, followed up with a convincing win over Panama. Bit of a strange one, that. Conceded three to Panama in the end, didn't they? But they did put six goals away. Uh, and whilst Morocco have done well, I think the best barometer for, for this is, is the Morocco game versus Germany, where they were well beaten 6-0. Um, they did beat a poor Korea side. Korea have been very poor, um, although they did, obviously, they were very game and up for it against Germany. Um, and they finished with that 1-0 win over Colombia. Um, but as I say, there was more riding on that game for Morocco than there was for Colombia. And they were pretty much handed second spot by Germany, not doing their part. So, France have already scored six once in this tournament uh, against Panama. Morocco have already conceded six once in the tournament. That was against Germany. So, France to score six or more goals, Malcolm, 12-1. to 1. Really? Is that your pick? Yeah. No way. But I have got to well, say, I've got to say, if I play Malcolm, um, <sighs> France over two point five goals at four to five is a good starting point. Uh, I think it will be one sided affair. This one, I think France will just keep chipping away at them, as they did against Panama, and I think there's a good opportunity for a ladder. So I do, I do think it's a one where I fancy a ladder in this round. So um, I am going all the way up to the six goals. You know, there's form. So, yes, give me uh, the over two and a half France goals at four to five. That's minus 125. And we've got in, Captain Insano is asking me what the alternative lines are. Um, if he's talking about the France goals, you can get France to score four or more at two to one, France to score five or more at nine to two plus 450. And then, as I say, over five and a half is 12 to one. Well, Baz. All these goals that you speak of are going to have to come in the second half because I've got Morocco on the first half Asian handicap here. Um, I'm not having France. They were far from convincing. They were lucky to be Brazil 2-1. Uh, for some reason, Brazil didn't mark that 8-foot-2 centre-back in a corner. Um, and other than that, Brazil were in the ascendancy when that happened. Um, rubbish 0-0 with Jamaica and then a really weird 6-3 against Panama. Um, Morocco can keep it tight. France will probably win. Uh, but the first half Asian handicap, uh, Morocco plus one, uh, is, this is a horrible price. I don't know what I'm doing here. Morocco plus one is 8 to 11, minus 136. So this is a push if France are winning by one at half time. Uh, but if Morocco keep it tight, like I think they can. Uh, then I'm going to cash a cheeky little one on the end there, Baz. You can have a 2 2 first half, Malcolm. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That'll do. Everyone's a winner. Um, and I think, Baz, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, that's it. We're here for half an hour. We've done 35 minutes, Baz. Um, anything else you want to tell the people before we crack on? No, I'm not sure how much help we've been to the people tonight. No, I'm not. That's felt like a bit of a mess. Um, but I don't <laughs> know if that's just because I've done so many podcasts this week. My head is just a blur now. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely scrambled. I'm mentally fatigued. Um and obviously looking forward to recording another three with you tomorrow. What? Are we doing that? Have we agreed to do that? Oh, no, we've got to do some because I'm busy on Sunday. I'm, Sunday I'm going to uh, the Community oh, Shield football, aren't you? versus Arsenal. So I'm out of the loop Sunday. Although, to be fair, I, I might be back in time for 10, 10.30. We might be able to get a Sunday night in. What, but, uh, drunk? Yeah. Drunk Barry doing, fo- uh, doing a podcast? I'll not be that drunk. It's not yeah, a £9 a pint, Malcolm. Yeah, true story. 
Uh, get yourself a beer, bad, bad. There might be uh, some left over. What was it? 28 quid to fill it up? Bargain. Um, right, okay. Well, good luck with all these bets. Cheers, uh, Captain. Uh, everyone else who's listened. Uh, all the Premier League reviews are will be out in the next few days. We've released maybe 11 or 12 of them at the moment. Uh, season starts, like I say, seven days from now. Uh, so we have, all, uh, we have a pre-season preview for all 20 teams. The Million Pound Show with our future bets will go out on Monday before the first picks show, uh, which will go out on Wednesday. Uh, so get those in your diary uh, if you are listening to this posthumously. Um, come across and find us on YouTube uh, is the place to do that. But yeah, uh, good luck with your bets. Enjoy the football over the weekend. And it is T minus seven days till Premier League kicks off next Friday. Looking forward to that. Until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. Thank you.